Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get down. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Chris Mitchell, aka the Actual Factual. Today's guest is a true original, a one of one. Along with his partner in rhyme, Geechee Suede, he created his own culture within hip-hop culture. From rapping to fashion to his use of slang, this man's influence cannot be measured by any sound scan or numerical metric. He's been here for over 25 years and his discography is dope and deep. 1997's Uptown Saturday Night, which is a personal classic. Actually, no, it's a hip-hop classic. 2002's Let's Do It Again. Black Hollywood, Stone and Rob, Another Heist, Ragtimes, High Times, and more. If I say, this is it, what? Then the whole world would likely respond with, Lucini falling from the sky. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, dogs, cats, personal shoppers, and body poppers. This is one half of one of my all-time favorite duos, top five dead or alive of one LP. Ladies and gentlemen, Sunny Chiba of Camp Low on the Breaking Atoms podcast. Check it out. What it is, B? What it is? What's going on here? What's going on? What's going on? I'm good, man. I, I know I said it off the mic, but Camp Low, you know, one of my favorites, like me and my wife, you know, we bonded over Uptown Saturday night. We have the vinyl in the house. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad that worked out the right way, man. Yeah, it did. It, no, it, it did. You know, I remember when we were, we were dating and we were talking about some of our favorite albums and it was like Camp Low was a cheat code. When she said, oh, you know, I like Camp Low. I love Uptown Saturday Night. I said, OK, all right, we're, we're going to work out. So, yes, it's a big one for us. Oh, word. thanks, man. Thanks. I ain't feeling too uh, fashionable um, right now, though, brother. It's so, look, you, you, know you, you got the hat. You said where it says anything goes. Come on, man. Even when you're relaxed, you know, you're still cool. It's all good. Oh, I, I, so, yeah. But on the, you don't hear this music in the back, right, do you? No, you're good. I don't hear. Uh, I, I, I only hear your voice. Um, let Let's take it. Let's take it to the beginning. Um, meeting Geechee Suede, starting Camplo, and discovering that initial chemistry you both had. How did that um, unravel? Uh, we had met through a, a girl named Alana. You know what I'm saying? I went to school with. Um, summer school with, and then she had told me that she knew somebody on a block that had the same name as I had. So I came on a block on a mountain bike. She introduced us. Then he uh, told me he was rhyming. So I heard him rhyme. I started giving him records or whatever. And um, after that, he introduced me to ski and asked me if um, did I feel like, you know, ever wanting to rhyme. So I said, yeah, I tried out, man. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't rhyming at the time, but I tried out. So, you know, so after that, me and him came up with a little couple rhymes over whatever beat he had. And then Ski came to the crib. And after that, it was low eye on and on after that. I hear yeah, you. That's the beginning. So what, what do you think is so special about your chemistry with Geechee Suede? Because in my opinion, as a fan, I think the best duos are two voices, but they sound like one voice. And that's what I get from you guys. What, what do you think creates that, in your opinion? Um, well, I mean, you got to be around people 
for a minute to kind of, you know, get that uh, rapport, that chemistry or whatever. So I think we was rocking every day almost until, you know, we started recording, recording. And then after that, we came up with like uh, certain syllable amounts. Like I think it was a 13 syllable style flow we had. And um, we put that together. Plus going back and forth, shout out to Danny Danny Beat, man. He helped, helped us um, hone in that style, you know what I'm saying? And we brought it to Ski. And then from that point forth, we just continued to rock the low style, which is the back and forth cool. for us. Okay, you know? all right. So we spoke to um, Clark Kent a few weeks ago, and he mentioned that you, Geechee Suede, and Ski used to record demos at his house. Do you have any memories from, from those days? Oh, nah, that was before my time, Jackson. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Clark Kent, shout out to Clark Kent, but nah, I wasn't there for that one. Oh, right, you know so this I mean? is this is before Camp Low. Yeah, this is before Camp Low. Okay, all right, okay. So let's let's move forward then. Uptown Saturday Night, um, classic, classic album. Me and my friends in my circle, we talk about the album to this day. Do you remember what the first song was for Uptown Saturday Night or that moment when you realized, okay, album mode is on now? Um, Coolie High, the original. Okay. All first right. version. Yeah. I mean, we had re-released it or whatever on, um, on the way uptown. So it's on that album. And, uh, that was the first time that we knew what, knew what it was. But actually, before that, it was a song called What's the Word? That's what started it all. And uh, But as far as the album was concerned, it was Cooley High. Cooley High. And that was on the um, the Great White Hype soundtrack, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So sticking on Uptown Saturday Night, I, I want to talk about my favorite song from the project. I've got a few, right? So, you know, Cooley High... Um, Black Nostalgia, Crystal Carrington, which I think is one of the best opening songs on a hip hop album, full stop. Um, Black Connection. Black Connect? Yes, Black Connection, because I know it became a series throughout your career. Like, talk about Black Connection for me, because that song is, the, the, the sample's nuts. <laughs> Yo, thanks, man. Uh, it was just, it just sounds cinematic. So, you know, you know, ever, you know, Every super, all superheroes need a good theme song, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, you know, so that's why we kept rocking with it, you know. So, you know, Diamond Crooks, you know, uh, pulling off heist. And we just kept pulling off heist after that. I hear you. I hear you. Um, ski, very important um, ingredient in the Camplo chemistry. We spoke to Ski yeah. too. And he told me about when he gave you guys the Lucini beat as a response to um, <laughs> as a response to politics as usual. We love Ski. And um, between Uptown Saturday Night and Reasonable Doubt, I realized that Ski has probably produced about 15, 15 to 20 percent of my all time favorite hip hop songs, which is or albums, which is kind of mad. Um, really? Yeah, it's mad. Like Uptown Saturday Night and Reasonable Doubt are in my top 10 hip hop albums ever. And he produced mm. the bulk of both, so he's he's got he's got a lot of my top ten. Um, 
Talk about Ski and being in the studio with Ski. You, you've been around him for years. You know him as a producer and as a man. Talk about his brilliance as a, as, as a producer and, and his ear for samples. I mean, he got an ear for samples. He got an ear for, you know, freehand coming off the top. You know what I mean? Like just playing on the, on the keys or maybe drums or, you know what I mean? Your man used to rock like, yeah, like some... um. Ten pan alley type setup in the crib at one point. <laughs> Your man would just be knocking on pick pots and pans and yo everything, man shakers, all of it. So you know, ski is real easy to work with. You know what I'm saying because he don't stick to like one thing, at least not with us. You know, so yeah, ski is ski is a phenom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree, and he's produced most of your projects, which we'll touch on now. I'm I'm keen to know outside of Uptown Saturday Night. Mm. What do you think? What are some of your? You know, you may say all of them, and I wouldn't be surprised if you do. But what what are some of the other Camplo albums that you feel passionate about? For me, I love Another Heist because I felt like it had a harder edge to it. Like songs like Bionic, I thought were crazy. Ticket for Two was crazy. Stone and Rob. In your opinion, outside of Uptown Saturday Night, what are some of your favorite Camplo albums and why? Um, I might have to agree with you kind of like, but let me think. It's not really one in particular after Uptown that I'm, um, you know, like in love with per se. So, I mean, um, yeah, it depends on what day I'm in, you know what I mean? What day, what move, whatever's going on, that's, you know what I'm saying? So. Let me give you one, then. Um, Black Hollywood. On Good Hands Records. Yep, yep. Talk about why you like the album. I've got to big you up for um, Sweet Claudine. Sweet, Sweet Claudine. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, it was just like, all right, we had stepped away from that sound for a little second and then came back to it a bit, mixed up with, like, other type of feels. So, Plus, when, you know, recording it at that time, what was going on in life at that time was a pretty cool thing. So I'm going to have to lean towards Black Hollywood. 80 Blocks from Tiffany's. You hooked up with Pete Rock. Now, you've gone from working with Ski, who I think is one of the all-time greats, to working with someone who may have even influenced Ski. Talk about working with, with Pete Rock. How did that connection initially happen and what was it like? branching out to work with another producer extensively? Well, we had did like a mixtape over Pete Rock Beats or whatever. and But uh, didn't rock with him directly. You know what I'm saying? So one day we was in the studio and technician and DJ who did a phenomenal job on Versus with Dipset and on the locks. So he was, he was in there with uh, Pete. So he was like, yo, B, yo, I'm Pete coming through. So Pete had beats already. So he was like, yo, hop on this joint that Styles P was on. So he was like, he wrote the joint in like two seconds, right? It damn near seemed like it. And go outside to get some water, come back. Yo, I'm done. So he was like, all right. So he was like, yo, we need to do a whole app. So we did the whole app. So working with it was easy because we did it like it was quick. You know what I'm saying? 
Like we was just knocking them out real easy. And he kept us in the crib. Wasn't too much going outside and all that. So we was just confined to just music mm-hmm. and more music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Now, one of my, I, I, I say this a lot. I talk about my favorite albums, but this is one that surprises people. Will Smith, Big Willie style, because that album is just a lot of fun to me. It's not serious. I can just put it on and just enjoy myself. I was so excited when I saw you guys on the track list. I was like, yo, Will Smith knows about Camp Low. I was like, oh, my <laughs> days. Um, you guys were on Big Willie style, sold 10 million. Like, how did that connection happen? And how did you hook up with, and, and the way you say it is the track Masters? How did that, how did that go yeah, down? Yeah, track Masters. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they had reached out pretty much asked for cats to come through I just uh, you know they kept playing with me though like Will Smith was playing a stopwatch game with me right and I could never catch it on zero right he was like yo I bet you you can't catch this on zero I said I bet you I can be he said hey yo check it out right so that was you know like everybody um Track Masters, Tone and Pope, they in there snapping, having a good time. It was a good time recording that record, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who who yeah. who made the request for you to for you to be on the album? Was it was it Track Masters or was it Will Smith? Track Masters. Okay. To my knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Will Smith, De La Soul. You've collaborated with De La Soul. They just got their masters back. Like, it's it's really interesting to me that. I just seen that it with um De La Soul talking about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm really I'm really happy for them. Congrats to, to De La. But it's it's something that really strikes me how you can have people who are up here in the industry, people who are impactful and influential, mm-hmm. but they can still look back and say, No, Camp Low, I want to work with Camp Low. That's always something that stood out to me, and that it's something to say about your your influence that you I can trace you guys' influence like back to other people, even you know. Let's talk about it. Migos. I look at the way they, 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 their slang, their fashion. And even though their music is not my type of music, I look at them and I think I can see some Campolo influence, even if they don't. <laughs> well, I, I'm not mad at them, though. But um, yeah, I like them brothers, though. I like them. They got a different style. But, you know. Yeah, they do got they they do, they are on their own fashion type situation, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know but I think I'm it's... I'm not sure... On, Go ahead. I'm not showing it today, though. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. I think for me, it's just the boldness to just be themselves. You know what I mean? I always get that from, from you and Geechee Suede. You guys were just yourselves. It didn't seem forced. It didn't seem like it was this gimmick. It's like when, when we spoke to Ski, he was like, nah, that's how they are. That's how they talk to each other. That's how they talk to me. It's not an act. And I'm like, yeah, I thought so, because I can hear it in the music. Right, right. I mean, but you know, Sometimes it's good to have your own slang. So when you're around, let's say ten people in the room, you could talk back and forth. And nobody know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they trying to decode it and they shaking their head like, yeah, yeah. But I know they don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, it used to be funny though. But yeah, you know the slang always been there since um, since toddler time. But you know what I'm saying? The parents were slang heavy and all that. So you know. I hear you. I hear you. I had a friend. Um, I, I won't say I had a friend. He's still my, he's my best friend, actually. He was working at SRC Records. And one mm. day he called me and he's like, yo, 
camp clothes on SRC Records. I says, you're lying. He was like, yeah, they're over here. Um, talk about going over to SRC Records and, you know, what that was like and, you know, why it didn't ultimately work out, in your opinion. I mean, that was a, uh, you know, I don't know how to really explain that in total. Like, that was like one of those situations where we just came out of doing some deals or whatever. So it was like, you know, uh, just a different color for us. You know what I'm saying? So we said, yeah, we'll give this a try and see how this rock out. But, you know, it ain't rock how we wanted it to rock. So, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Did you guys ever end up recording any projects over there that didn't come out? Or was it just like, you know, a few songs, this ain't working, we're out? Mm, nah, it was just a, a few songs or whatever. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. I heard a rumor as well, actually, that um, you did a couple of songs with, with Chad Hugo from the Neptunes. Is that true? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We did a couple one one night. We had uh, slid up in the stool. He was at the stool. So DJ Cat, we knew. He was like, yeah, he had the stool. He said, come through. So we went to the stool, knocked a couple songs out or whatever. I don't have them, though. Who has them? Um, Chad has them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but it was like elevated doors opening and closing. Uh, and then it was another joint that was, there was, they were signature joints that come sound like Neptunes. Put it like that. Okay. Was there, any, yeah. was there ever any discussions to have you guys on Star Trek? Was that a possibility at any point? Um, like, me, I always say anything's a possibility, you know <laughs> possibility. what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but um, it was nothing heavy in discussions, you know what I mean? We were just making the music, and then, then uh, he was going to put it out on an um, a EP that he was coming out with, actually. And then we wasn't sure exactly what he wanted to do with it past that. So, you know, that that's how it ended right there okay all right and before we wrap up mr sunny chiba can, up, can we can, can we um <laughs> you guys sound just like the tape it's mad um can we expect any new camp low music in the near future i mean it should always be some lower music coming out it'll be some lower music coming out but uh we have been really like working on all kind of music you know what i'm saying so you know, you hear something from me, you hear something from him, you hear something from us, and just let the, you know, let it keep moving. Got you, got you. Sonny Chiba, I just want to say this publicly here at Breaking Atoms, we are, we are big on giving people their flowers. We don't just want to wait for them to not be here to say, oh, you know, this person was great. That has its value, but the 14, 15-year-old in me is extremely humbled and excited to get to speak to you because you're one of my heroes. And like I said, Thank you, brother. Uptown Saturday Night, bury me with my copy of that album. It means that it, me <laughs> it means that much to me, for real. It's 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 really important to me, and um, it's a classic. It's in my top ten hip hop albums ever. Me and my wife, we rock out to it. Like I said, and Camplo are special. We definitely check for you still, even in two two thousand and twenty one. You're that special to us, so thank you. Thank you, bro.
And I'm glad you got good ears, you and your wife, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She listen, one morning, right? <laughs> I tell you, we were we were on Genius, the website, and breaking down the Camp Low slang together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, what does right. that mean? I'm like, I- I'm not sure. Like, oh, you know, like we were going through Belafonte, Vigor, Hard Buck Strut, all of that stuff. Then we played the Lucini video. Like, come on, man. It's, 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 it's serious for us. Thank you, bro. Thanks, man. But let's keep it up. Let's keep it going, man. I look to uh, be on a on a set with you again. B. No, definitely. And next mm-hmm. time, next time, let's get let's get Geechee Suede and Ski Beats and make this a party. You know. Word up. Big thanks and respect to Sunny Chiba for coming through on the Breaking Atoms podcast. Look, I usually do this whole monologue thing at the end, but truth be told. My throat is swollen, I've got chest pains and I've taken a COVID test so I'm going to keep this one short and sweet and be out. We are on the socials, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Break the Atoms. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at I am Kinetic with a K at the end and it's the same thing for Summit, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Hip Hop Chronicle and we will be back next week with more hip hop conversations for the intellectual heads. Until next time, peace. Peace.